National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Acme Glass, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, and Ideal Portable Building. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Let's go! BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. You're home for the next 90 minutes. We are your home for Louisiana Tech Athletics. Beck, 69-21. I can tell you one thing. UMass Minutemen... Did not enjoy their trip to Ruston, Louisiana, Saturday night. We were all a little, a little low on the dogs on our score prediction. Yeah, a little bit. But they covered, and I think, I don't know, Tabes, did you have them covering? I can't remember. No, I don't Tabes, think any of us did. I did. I can't remember. I, I think I was, I had them oh, like 28. Yeah, you did just, just shy. I, I had them covering. You had them 34-23. Yeah, you know, I was, was close. Good, good guess, BC. This guy knows didn't, it all. Didn't see the 69 spot. Yeah, yeah you no. love a 69 burger. Hey, Pretty nice, Hey, though. I was super happy to see the, t- the offense just let it rip, BC. Hey, they, they let, let it, it rip. rip from the get-go, I'll tell you that much. Hey, speaking of letting it rip, dogs receiving some votes in the top 25. I saw that, BC. Even in my average fandom, I saw it on the Twitter. All about the national perception these days, I'll tell you. Winners of five straight. You're 5-1. and one, You're 2-0. and oh. you're, I think there's 12 undefeateds remaining. There's only 18 one-loss teams remaining. Oh, man. So... Okay, so for, for the for the fans, tell them what the vote, how that works. Yeah, you know, you got various media members that are are voting for the in the AP poll, and in the AP poll, uh, Tech received one vote, which nice. I believe that one vote was from a writer out in Hawaii. Some respect for hey. the dogs. Maybe remember that bowl game a little bit. Maybe maybe fresh on the mind. Yeah, hey, that was a skull dragon itself. I'll tell you. Yep. Yeah, a little late game, but hey, this is what it is. So, how many votes you got to get to be ranked? Uh, it depends on how many other votes people, other teams get back. Okay, BC, just asking. All right. Dogs also received six votes in the USA Today coaches poll. I think that put them as uh, the 35th most vote. So, hey. Hey, how does, uh, where does the coaches poll rank on the on the poll list? Right, well, it's the number one poll. Is if it? the dogs got the most that, votes. That's in right. It. it sure is. <laughs> See, that that's tricky, then. <laughs> no, it is. Because the coaches poll, who's doing the voting? Oh, it's oh, the the usually yeah, the SID. The, yeah, it was so basically, which do you value more, the SIDs, opinions, or the media? Yeah. Gosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> the lesser of days. two evils there, BC. <laughs> yeah. I won't take the SIDs for tonight, but nonetheless, Louisiana Tech, 5-1, five, five straight wins, off to their best start since 2012. Scared Beck. to talk about it. Scared to even point it out. Beck, I'll BC, be honest with you. I don't even want to acknowledge it. No, I'm right there with you. Right? I'm a superstitious fella, and I'm scared to talk about it. Well, hey, I'm just glad you had your money on the dogs. Oh, I did. Won my 10 bucks. got out of there, feeling pretty good. And Gonna go get some Waterburger later. Without Shameless a plug. Yeah, without <laughs> Maybe some Bristers, one of our sponsors. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go ahead and thank our sponsors. First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Ideal Portable Buildings, Acme Glass, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. As always, you can call us. You can text us on the Fairway Carts 
hotline, 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you. And Beck, you know, let's get the elephant out of the room. It's Southern Miss week. And I think that's why you're feeling a little superstitious. Oh. Ben, we need Tech needs a win in a bad way. Lost four straight against the Golden Eagles. Against the Golden Eagles came into our house last year, right? Oh, uh, we went, went to, to their, their house. house last year. The year before that is what I really remember. Yeah, yeah. So been some close games. Always a dogfight, but looking to get the W this year. It's gonna be a dogfight in the doghouse. You think about it. This is Jamar's third year. That's the starter. As a starter, and he's lost to him three times in a row. Uh, he, well, he's, this is, he's lost to him twice. This will be his third start. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I meant to but say. But, hey, you, you – not just to Jamar. You look at any senior on yeah, Tate's th- there's team. A lot of, there's a lot of built-up frustration. Well, there's never – It's rivalry week, BC. It's rivalry week. It's the rivalry in Dixie. There's there's not a senior on Tech's team uh, that has beat Southern Miss in their career. So, uh, like, like you said, a lot on the line this week, and – We'll get to breaking down uh, Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss. We'll break them down at 6.30. Uh, Heath Hinton of Big Gold Nation, uh, the Southern Miss rival site, will join us at 6.45 to break down the Golden Eagles. Back then, coming up at 7, we, we've built it up for quite some time, if I'm being honest. About, I don't know, about 20 weeks of Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And it's here. You've got a poem. And the, I got the man's, one qu- The man's earned it. The man has earned it. But I got one question for you. Do we need to just cut you off the air for the remainder of the show so you can finish touching it up? Or are you ready no, to roll? No, it is ready to roll, BC. Um, took me a while to get back into the old swing of things. Like I said, I used to be quite the poet in high school. Yeah. But turns out... Uh, You're a poet. I, I still got it. It's deep in there, but I got it. I'm just, I'm happy to hear you. I mean, you know, I've had people come up to me all week, man. I mean, I can barely get anything done. People are like, Beck, are you writing a poem? I'm like, guys, you know, despite what you may think, everybody's like, how mad are you got to write a poem? I'm like, this is what I wanted to happen. I wanted yeah, Jamar sure. to play so well that I felt compelled. My, I, I didn't have any other option but to just speak poetry about it. Ben, it's, it's happening. It's here. Seven o'clock. You're bringing the heat. We certainly put the kids to bed, turn up the radio. Because Beck Haynes is bringing the heat. So that's coming up. A delicate up heat, seven. if and, you will. And, Beck, you, you talk about people coming up to you and asking about it. You know, I post every every day we have a radio show on Tuesdays. I post on Bleed Tech Blue Message where I'm like, what do you guys want to hear about? Last, Such a nice nice thing for you to last do. Last three weeks, poem, 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 poem. I'm like, I'm like I can't depend on Beck. But, yeah, hey, I'm going to push him to get it done. And you finally have delivered you, you've got the beard perfectly groomed. Yep. Actually, got, the, got the golf hat on. Literally funny you say that. Right before I came, got a little trim. Exactly. Got the golf hat on. Yep. Got the rain jacket on. This is my poetry Woo. uniform. You are ready to. You're looking like. Tabes is, Tabes is giddy over here. You're He's lo- excited. You're looking like the sophomore at Calvary Baptist where oh. you learned to become a poet. I was going to say, you look like you just left Calvary. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's an insult that you guys will never understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, Beck, let's touch on a few things before we get to our first timeout. Beck, did you, did you happen to catch a little NFL action this weekend? Sat on my butt and watched. Every single game, BC. What you got? Well, your good, your good friend, Boston Scott. Back on the active roster. First four carries of his career, 30 yards. Wow, I did not know that. Absolutely. You didn't watch the Eagles game because you only watched the red zone. Yep, guilty as charged. 
Two punt returns, 16 yards. So nice to see Boston finally getting some action for good. for a Philly team that, I'll be honest, they're in the mix for a playoff spot this year. Four carries, 30 yards, huh? If I must say so myself, a little bit less than eight yards a carry. That's 35 more yards than you got in your career. <laughs> Dang right. I got negative five. <laughs> Dang right. Elsewhere. We got to get that dude on the radio. Talk about it. Hey, we'll try to hit him up on the bye week. How's that sound? I think Philly travels to Dallas this weekend. Speaking it's of it's a little game, a little rival. I'm telling you, it's rivalry week. It is rivalry. Who's Alabama play? I'm not even sure. Probably like Kennesaw State or something like that. But uh, speaking of the Cowboys, Xavier Woods led the Cowboys with ten tackles this week. Uh, former Tech defensive tackle, former first round pick back in 2015 or 2016, I believe he was a first round pick. Vernon Butler with two sacks, two forced fumbles. Uh, certainly looking to earn that second contract in his free agency year for the Carolina Panthers. So nice to see that as well. And I think our good friend Jalen Ferguson had one pass deflection. Yeah, I saw him. I saw not a whole lot, but it'll work. Lot. Hey, they got the dub. It's all that matters. He's a rook. Whew. Who's who's Bama got this week? Oh, Tennessee. Big rivalry week. Oh. Whew. Hey, got to give the volunteers some credit. Yeah, beat they got up the dub this week, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, who hadn't beat up on Mississippi State, am I right? <laughs> well, true, <laughs> true. Uh, elsewhere in Tech News, Amik Robertson, junior cornerback, had a pretty big game the other night, had a pick six to get Speaking it going. Speaking of poetry, that play, 10, 10 defensive players on the field, a little confusion, what, what, where do we go? Too late, six, Amik. Yeah, seven nothing <laughs> dogs. I believe I checked the UMass message board after that, and they were like, this game was extremely close for 53 seconds. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. And Meek Robertson named Louisiana Sports Writer Association Co-Defensive Player of the Week. Bailey Hale was named Louisiana Sports Writer Association Special Teams Player of the Week. Bailey Hale actually, I think he had three touchbacks on Saturday. BC, if we More el- than he's if had all year. El- if we eliminate the Texas game. Best kicker in the country. Is that true? No. Okay. Well, we no. talked about that. Dogs didn't give up one big kickoff return, but we'll recap the win in the next segment. But, Beck, did you have a chance to watch Skip Holtz's press conference? Today? I did not. Had a busy day at the office, BC. Well, glad to hear that you're earning your salary, but I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. Oh, we got a text on the text line. Unnamed. Washtenaw Valley Quarterback Club will meet Thursday night at Catfish Charlie's in Monroe. Food will be served at 6.30. Coach will be begin at 7 with a recap of UMass and what's to come at Southern Miss. Uh, certainly a good event for Tech fans to get out to. I know last week offensive coordinator Todd Fitch spoke at it, so be sure to head on out to the Washtenaw Valley Quarterback Club at Catfish Charlie's in Monroe. But speaking of Skip Holtz press conference, I know you're a little busy in the office. No, you're a little busy in the office. Big takeaways from Saturday. First things first, Tech finally took care of a lesser opponent in a manner that they should have. They earned the 48-point win, and Skip Holtz was extremely satisfied with it, and I would say rightfully so. Absolutely. I had been it. It reached to Alaska. I had friends texting me from the really? the great state of AK saying, "Man, Tech's really putting a whooping on UMass." And I was Top like, "25 votes." Yeah, I tried to tell them, you know, UMass is pretty good, so you know, Tech's <laughs> really taking it to them. <laughs> let's talk about UMass for a sec. Walt Bell's in his first year as the head coach there, and we were, youngest guy, right? Yeah, I think he's about 35 years old. Pretty young, you know, in his prime. 
And that program, I, I'm not sure if they'll ever recover. They were so bad. Ben, the quarterback I, in the second half who performed actually yeah, he was a lot much better, better. He played basketball last year. Yeesh, you're just going to get athletes at that point. <laughs> was he an athlete? Ben, here's the deal. I mean, you saw, first of all, that UMass comes down, and no disrespect, okay? I mean, we whooped them. They had about 40 players. But they had about 40 players, and you could tell. It showed, you know? First, and, you know, you and I were talking, and I said, I think they you- had about 30 that they picked up in Monroe I know. on the way to the game. Was, how do you get jacked up? To know you're going to lose every week. Well, wait, they did beat Akron. Yeah, but they went to Miami last week, the week before. Yeah, lost 44 zilch. Smoked. Then got a, another long trip to Weston. I don't know if you looked at a map lately. Massachusetts ain't right down the road. <laughs> but those guys got to pack, load up, and just know they're going to get stomped. Well, give them some credit. They've only allowed 113 points the last two weeks. Tech Man. piles up 687 yards. It was just... One of the most impressive offensive performances I've seen in quite some time against a team that was pretty bad. But Skip was certainly satisfied in the press conference today. He talked about how his team came out. They they focused on themselves throughout the week, and uh, they really put away a lesser team. I think Tech saw 73 players uh, get action either offensively or defensively. When you include the specialist, I'm sure upwards of 80 players got action on Saturday, which is certainly – uh, especially when you talk about the young guys that got to play. You talk about DeAndre Marcus, the freshman running back, had 99 yards. I know Elijah Hines got a few carries. Uh, both Weston Elliott and Aaron Allen saw time at quarterback. Uh, Jackson Thompson got a couple of snaps there at the end. Uh, multiple young linemen on both sides of the ball, young linebackers as well. Just so many different guys got valuable experience. And I think you've got you, the backup deep snapper in there a little bit. Absolutely. And, you know, you can't you – can't, necessarily draw a ton from it because it's such a blowout but having an opportunity to get some of those guys some snaps to where you can get them on film and really show them what they need to improve especially technique wise is going to be invaluable going forward right and I kind of hate this question but I'm going to ask it anyways going into a week like Tech's about to have against a team that's got a little saucy you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to be heated yeah maybe the rivalry game of the year honestly it's probably circled on the old Tech players calendar what's that but what's I mean is is having a a a mop-up just drumming of a team, is that a good thing Jamar, or a bad thing? Jamar and Amik said today it was extremely valuable for our confidence as a football okay, team. Okay, so that's my hope. But it's, you know, you don't want too confident and then be well, like, we got this. But it's also probably good to know for a coach to be able to say, you do what I tell you to and this is what happens. Well, and I think you talk about the too confident. I think, you know, you look at some of the games earlier in the year when they've played tight games against Grambling or Rice or whoever it may be. I think those games – will keep them from getting too confident. So it, it was nice to see them certainly take care of an opponent of UMass's standard with relative ease. And, and uh, you know, you, you sit at 5-1 and one and you're 2-0 and oh in the conference and you're at the halfway point in the year. And, you know, the only real swing game in this first half of the year was the FIU game. And, you know, FIU came into that game struggling a little bit. They, they've kind of righted the ship. They're back to 3-3 three and three now. But you you've won the games that you're supposed to win. And now you get ready for a second half of the year that includes Southern Miss this week. I believe you got North Texas down the road, Marshall, UAB. So, uh, you know, four out of your last six games are going to be some real, real quality opponents, and you have an opportunity to really uh, have a successful year and compete for a conference championship. And I really think uh, that's about all you can ask for at this point. Yeah. Right before we go to break, got a text on the text line. 
Akron's head coach has to be sitting on the hottest seat ever after losing to that UMass team. <laughs> I think Akron just should yeah, just shut right. the program yeah. down. Yeah, dang right. So let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back from the break, we'll recap Louisiana Tech's 69-21 win. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Have you looked at the calendar? The seasons are changing, and fun season is almost here. You mean fall season? Nope, fun season. Because any season is more fun with a new Easy Go golf cart from Fairway Carts in Mendon. With an Easy Go that perfectly fits your lifestyle, you'll have fun at the football games, fun with the family on a camping trip or riding around the neighborhood, even have fun in the woods during fun to, I mean, hunting season. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of easy-go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Experience the comfort of an easy-go personal cart, the convenience of a multi-passenger cart, or the rugged durability of an easy-go utility cart. Yes, fun season is coming, and it's going to be your new favorite season of the year. It all starts with a new easy-go from Fairway Carts in Minden on Highway 531, just north of I-20. Give them a call at 318-371-CART. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Beck, before we went to the break, got a pretty interesting text on the text line. Maybe, perhaps the text of the year? Yeah, could be, BC. Corey Z. From Wake Forest says, excited for the Southern That's, Miss Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Wake Forest, North oh, Carolina. Yeah. yeah, we're heard in all 50 states. Yeah, better believe it. Flying in from Wake Forest, North Carolina for a bachelor's weekend, and we will be in the front row on the 50-yard line hoping for a sellout crowd. I got so many questions, Corey. Oh, I got Why one are you st- coming to Ruston for a bachelor party? The Rev. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rev's going to be popping. Hey. But hey, Corey, I got I got to warn you. The sellout crowd hope. Easier to expectations. Corey, it's hunting season. Let's be real. Yeah, but it's going to be a popping crowd. It should be good. 2.30 kickoff. Yeah. 2.30. Should be a great crowd. Weather's probably going to be decent. It's going to be 75 and cloudy. Say like 23? 
Uh, oh, 23 would be a reasonable 25 would be nice. Oh, if we get 25 in the nice, Joe. be a nice little atmosphere. If we get 25 in the Joe, Beck might streak, and when they catch up to him, he'll just show him his media pass and keep jogging. Yeah. Here's the deal. Corey, I, I'm personally, I feel honored. He said he's got to watch the dogs play. I mean, if only everybody had that mentality. Woo! Corey Z done got me jacked up. Corey Z, we got people sitting at the house because of weather, and you're coming down from... Wake Forest, North Carolina? Yeah. We got to get this guy on the radio next week. We, we are, get, Corey Z, next week we need you to call into the show. Oh, and tell us about the bachelor party. Yeah, and t- yeah, give us your thoughts on the Joe. I, it'll be probably a top five atmosphere in the Joe's history. Oh, I hope so. We got to build it up. Absolutely. So let's recap this 69-21 victory over the UMass Minutemen. Beck, I mentioned in the first segment, Tech piles up 687 yards, sixth most in program history. They scored 69 points. That's the most since they scored 76 in a 76-31 win over Rice in 2014. Louisiana Tech now leads Conference USA in scoring 34 points per game. They lead the league in total offense. Averaging 467 yards per... Beck, is this the worst team you've ever seen in person? Talking about UMass? In person. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, Tech's played Southern. Uh, some other bad teams I can't think of at all but right that, now. I but that's not... That no. I think Southern and Grambling are easily I mean, favored over UMass. Are we, are we allowed to keep harping on UMass? I mean, Well, we can stop if you want. I just I almost feel bad. But that's funny because when they would score, my wife would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy they scored. <laughs> I know. She's like, I'm so happy. I'm like, are you kidding me? People are bashing the defensive coordinator for his vanilla defense. Up forty eight. Well, there was there was a, uh, a like a ten play sequence where I was getting a little worried. Tech was trying to Speaking, trying to do what they I, used to do. BC. Yeah, UMass scores fourteen straight points. And tell our listeners what happened yeah, after. I'll that. I'll tell you. And this is why you wrote a poem. Oh, after that. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what happened. I can tell you what happened during it. Well, during it. Okay, during it, Tech's whooping that butt, and they, a long run by I don't know who was it? Marcus and he Marcus, fumbled. and then he fumbled on the goal line. And then we muff a punt. Yep. And then they scored 14 points unanswered. I was like, I looked at Ben. I said, Ben, here we go. Here we go. We're gonna crush my cover. Just, just crush my cover, and which we what, almost covered in the first quarter. And tell them what your favorite quarterback did. Well, uh, threw it deep. I don't remember. Gather the troops on oh, the sideline. My gosh, how could I forget? So, at one, you know, me and Ben were sitting in the blue backs to start the game. Ben's got the wife there, wife and kids. So we're sitting in the blue backs, and I looked down and. Dare I see some some actual leadership happening on the sideline? Jamar has all the guys rallied up. He's getting in their faces. He's yelling at them. He's pointing at them. There's some head mobbing, head bobbing, nods. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Let's I go. was like, Ben, look at that. Let's go. Jamar's firing him up. Listen, and, and you know. And that's uh, why I wrote a poem. Well, I think that's the leadership we've been looking for for the past couple of years. And. You talk about Jamar's performance on Saturday. He goes 16 of 28, uh, 239 yards, three touchdowns. He had a career high, 69 yards on the ground. And I don't think it was the greatest quarterback performance by any means, but he, he played solid. He hit one deep ball. To, I mean, he looked comfortable, Ben. I mean, yeah, he missed a few. He a missed few a few. Deep, but who's not? Peyton Manning. I mean, I saw a couple missed deep balls on Sunday. Yeah, well, and he played well, and he – 
he could, he did what you needed him to do out of the quarterback position, and it, it'll be a big focus going into this week. He didn't turn the football over, and you can't turn the football over this weekend against Southern Miss, a team that uh, will really make you pay. And, you know, alongside Jamar Smith, how about Justin Henderson? Uh, is, it, is it time we start we start talking about Justin Henderson? He's the guy. Because it's been like four games in a row. 168 total yards. He doesn't know tutties. how to run for less than 10 a time. Averaging eight yards a carry. Well, back it up then. He doesn't know how to run for less than seven, BC. He just gets after it. And I'm going to be honest, Ben. It's not It's not the smallest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> Five foot ten, 218 pounds. But that dude can roll. He's a brick wall. He'll roll and you in slippery. a run. Hey. He took one seventy-five yards through the house. Looked like he's a sprinter. Maybe you meant slow. Unbelievable. But you have to give Henderson some credit. I think he's eighth in the country now in total touchdowns. Certainly, playing I mean, he's some, racking up four game. Well, and he's really taken that running back position by storm, and it's really been a big key to the Tech offense in recent weeks. And we've seen them uh, really rely on him toting the rock. So let's jump right to the Fairway Carts Hotline. Joined by Rafe. Rafe, what you got for us tonight? Oh man, I I, I want to pitch in on this on this little insecurity about uh, Southern Miss that that I understand. I've been a Tech fan for a long time, and we have definitely not made the best showing in some of these contests. But what you have to look at is strength against strength, and which team has the advantage and. There, really, the past is not an advantage. That that's some kind of psychological freak show that you're doing with that. The, their strength is their passing game. Yep. Okay, our strength on defense is our defensive, our really our defensive passing game, pass defense. That's correct. Kind of say, and, and so you kind of have strength versus strength there. They, they're going to probably win some, but we actually we're going to win some. Believe it or not, we're going to take some balls from them if they want to put it in harm's way. We're going to take it. And that will happen. There's not a lot of teams that test us uh, as far as our pass defense because that's our strength. <clears throat> but they did pick their, their times, but, but uh, Southern Miss is going to have a steady dose of that. What I'm interested in is their run defense against Jamar and Henderson as far as can they even stop those guys. I mean, I, I think they can pressure Jamar. I really do. I think that they can – they can put some pressure on him, but I'm not quite convinced that they can stop just the base rushing attack. And if you can't stop that, then it really it slows down your rush a little bit, and it opens up opportunities. I mean, the bottom line is Jamar could have thrown for 500 yards against UMass, and, and Southern Miss would have done that because that's what they do, and we could have done that. We didn't even run. It's like there's several routes we just left out there that we could have run, but what's the point of running them? So uh, with the multitude of receivers that we have, you know, you have Hardy. They may try to take him away. I doubt that they'll do that because they realize we've got more than him. But there's weapons across the board from our receivers. I think that we have a good enough run defense. That's probably our weakness, but it's good enough because that's not their strength either. So it's kind of weakness versus weakness there. And I think we have one more element of strength versus their weakness, and that's our running game. And I'm not saying we're going to run for a million yards, but I'm saying we're going to run enough to open up more passing opportunities. And I don't know if they could actually do that with their their actual rushing attack. 
But all in all, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch the game. You know, I'm, I'm not playing the game. So, uh, you know, I'm going to cheer for the dogs. I, I actually think we're going to win it. Uh, contrary, I, I'm not listening, listen, looking at past performances. So, you know, that's, that's, that stuff's just silliness. And I, I really don't even listen to how emotional are the players this week. It's, it's really just strength against strength. We know what we have. What they've had has been a little bit exaggerated, I think, in the minds of our fan base because they've won a couple of games that could have gone either way the last couple of years. So you think, well, they're our daddy. Well, not really. I mean, okay, if you're someone's daddy, then you dominate them. They haven't done that. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I could throw out a score prediction, but I'll save it for later. Absolutely right, Paul. That's certainly some great points and some things that I'll definitely touch on in the next segment. All right, dude. Y'all take care. You too. And, and you know, you, you talk about this Southern Miss team, and I, I'm so glad that Rafe brought that up. You know, you talk about Louisiana Tech's run game, like, and we were just talking about Justin Henderson. He's toting the rock. Southern Miss is going to play defense a lot like Tech. If Tech can get that running game going early, let me tell you something. Southern Miss secondary is terrible. And he talked about it. he doesn't think they're going to take away Adrian Hardy, and I agree with him. But it, it, it's probably a combination of they know how many receivers Tech has, but they also know how bad they are on the back end as well. The worst pass defense in Conference USA. So let's go ahead and jump to our next timeout. When we come back from the break, we'll continue uh, breaking down Southern Miss and kind of give you a few things to watch going into this game. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. all the time. Excuse me? No, it doesn't. You always alert me. My point exactly. Cars that have forward-facing cameras need to be recalibrated when you replace the windshield. How would I know that? Most people don't. Next time, take it to Acme Glass and Mirror. They were the first one in the region that could replace your windshield and recalibrate your forward-facing camera. And unlike taking it to a dealership and paying out of pocket, Acme will bill your insurance. It's that easy. Thanks. I'm going to Acme Glass and Mirror. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426.
You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. Beck, I don't know if you noticed... Big one this weekend in Ruston, Louisiana. Southern Miss comes to town. Golden Eagles 4-2 overall. 2-0 in Conference USA play. Louisiana Tech 5-1 overall. 2-0 in Conference USA play as well. Beck, I got to tell you something. Tell me, BC. Listen up. And Rafe made some great points in the last segment. I don't know why every year, every year, I don't care I, listen, I'm with Ray. I don't care that Southern Miss holds a 35-15 lead in the series. Doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Know, know how many I saw of them? Like five. <coughs> like maybe seven. Like, listen, 50 games from 50 years ago doesn't mean a, a hill of beans to me. You, you talk about the matchup in recent years with Southern Miss, and you, you have all these people, like Rafe said, oh, daddy and father Abraham had many sons, and LaTeX, you were one of them, like, no, I ain't in all that. All right? Listen, last year, 21-20, I think Tech missed a short field goal, so Southern Miss was lucky. Big deal. Two years ago in Ruston, they win in double overtime. Tech blows an 11-point lead with under two minutes to go. Ooh. Wow. Like, a bad loss. Like, I agree with you, but what does that have to do with 2019? You you just lost 21-20 to a year ago. Did, did Southern Miss become Alabama overnight? I'm sitting here reading stuff throughout the week, and if Tech can't score more than 35 points, they're going to get demolished. Hmm. Is Pat Mahomes at quarterback? Like, I get it. I get it. Like, it's always the popular thing. Tech Tech did not go with Jack Abraham at quarterback. Everybody wants to talk the Jack versus Jamar storyline all week long. Jack is this, and Jack is that, and Jack is this, and Jack is that. Well, let me tell you something about Jack Abraham. All right? You, you want me to tell you a story? Tell me a story, BC. Okay, he signed with Louisiana Tech. First off, let's go before he signed with Louisiana Tech. Tech had a quarterback committed named Keandre Woodty from Parkway, okay? Woodty decommits and goes to Oklahoma State. At the time, Mr. Abraham was committed to Tulane. Tulane hires Willie Fritz. Abraham decommits because he doesn't want to play in a running offense. Abraham and Louisiana Tech find each other in January. He commits. He signs in February. Okay. Like, it wasn't this match made in heaven where they'd been married to each other or engaged for six months, and then they got married. So he comes in his freshman year. Doesn't play, obviously. He red shirts. Not only did he red shirt, he didn't practice. He had a torn meniscus out for the year. Jamar starts the Arkansas game. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Tech loses a tight one, 21-20. The following week, La Tech fans, myself included, you as well, were chanting for Jamar in the stands, correct? Correct. Follow that up into 2017 in the spring. Every Louisiana Tech fan known to man said, I can't wait for Jamar Smith to be the quarterback. Am I right? Right. He's correct. going to be great. Like, that's what they said. Jack- Rockstar, maybe. Yeah. Rockstar, I'm glad you brought it up. Jack practices 15 times. Jamar practices 15 times. Price Wilson practices 15 times. If you've never been to a spring practice, they all get equal reps. Like, there's no difference. If one guy gets 20 throws, the other guy gets 20 throws. It's pretty simple. Following the spring, Jack transfers. His high school coach was hired at a junior college. He goes to play for him. He then signs with Southern Miss. 
Well, then you got Ted. Oh, they ran him off because Skip called Jamar a rock star. Well, guess what? You did too. <laughs> you did too. And, and here we are, two years later, we're still talking about, well, if we had Abraham, we'd be so good. Well, let me, t- let me tell you something. Jack Abraham's 9-6 and six as a starter. Jamar Smith is 20-13. and 13. Essentially the same quarterback. Jamar's won 61%. Jack's won 60 like, like nothing against the kid. He's playing great. He's leading the like throwing for three hundred thirty yards a game. He's completing seventy two percent of his passes. He's sixth in the nation in quarterback rating. That's great. But he he hasn't won anymore. Like let let's how about this? How about we how about we quit being so scared of Southern Miss every year, and quit going into games? Oh, well, here comes Tech. Tech's gonna tech it. <laughs> Well, how about you quit being a tech fan that's going to tech fan it? Because I can tell you one thing I'm looking forward to on Saturday afternoon. One hell of a football game. I think the line opened up as a pick em. Uh, You can look at the different sports books to see if Tech's a one- or two-point favorite or Southern Miss a one- or two-point favorite. But I can tell you, when's the last time Southern Miss blew us out? Back in 2015 when we turned it over seven times? Pretty sure a peewee team would have blew us out that day. Who's quarterback? Jeff Driscoll. Oh, we love Jeff. Yeah. But listen, the, uh, the Southern Miss, like, they're a good football team. Tech's got a good football team as well. You're just saying there's no, they're not, they're not some Goliath. Well, they're not here. We're, they don't deserve to be called daddy. Like, I'm not in for that. Like, they got a good quarterback. We got a good quarterback. I would say for sure Tech's done its fair share of losing the last few times we played them. Like oh, was, what, what a what a hot take by you. That's a fact. Tech's lost four straight. I'm saying, like, Tech lost the game themselves. No, yeah, absolutely. Does that mean anything Saturday afternoon? No, I'm just saying. I that's I, I, I don't think Southern Miss is this big, huge mountain of a of an opponent. I'm saying Tech's shot themselves in the foot the yeah. last two or three times we played them. Yeah, they For sure the last two. Yeah. We, we beat ourselves. Exactly. Maybe Tech's the big giant mountain we need to get over. Exactly. So, And listen, I get it. Southern Miss has great re- receivers. You tell Quez Watkins, Jalen Adams, the Mitchell kid, they can play the position. But guess what? Adrian Hardy can play the position. C.J. Powell's pretty good. Isaiah Graham's pretty good. Griffin Bear catches touchdowns. Come on, you pulling for the dogs or you pulling for the eagles so so you can be right in your opinion. Looking at this Southern Miss team. The big one of the biggest keys, and you look at these last four losses. They're gonna be mentioned all week, so guess what? I'm about to sit here and mention them. Tech's only averaged fifty eight yards rushing per game in the last four games. Twenty fifteen they had negative two yards on the ground. Twenty sixteen they had six yards on the ground. 2017, they had 161 yards on the ground. And last year, Tech had 68 yards on the ground. Like Rafe said in the previous segment, Tech's got to get the run game going, and then they'll be able to expose that Southern Miss secondary over the top. Like, Tech's got the football team to beat these guys. You, You look at Tech's offense. They're 23rd in total offense. They're 39th in scoring offense. USM. 40th in total offense, 57th in scoring offense. Oh, but they've they've played two top top 100 teams. Oh, is the top 100 now the thing that we're breaking down? I, I'm really glad that they got blown out against Mississippi State. They Mississippi State looks like a great football team this year. Psych. 
You look at the two defenses. Southern Miss is 78th in total defense. Tech is 78th in total defense, 46th in scoring defense. USM 65th in total defense, 90th in scoring defense. They're going to give you some points. It's Tech's job to take advantage. They're going to give you a bunch of 3-3-5 looks on defense, similar to what we see from Bob Diaco. You look at some of the Southern Miss comments from their fans, they moan and groan about all the three-man rushes that they use. What do Tech fans moan and groan? All the three-man rushes. Guess what? It's 2019 with all the RPO options and different routes that you can run. A lot of defensive coordinators have realized, hey, I can't stop everything, so I'm going to use some 3-3-5 and three-man rushes to try to limit the big plays. Looking at Southern Miss secondary, the top four in their secondary, Thomas, Showers, Mitchell, and Hemby. Hemby's an all-conference guy. They're getting lit up. 73% of passes are completed. Southern Miss defensive line, they're pretty good. Not going to sit here and lie to you. What does Tech's offensive line struggle with? They struggle with smaller defensive lines. What does Southern Miss have? A smaller defensive line. They're athletic. they got 116 quarterback pressures. Tech's defensive line only has 92 pressures. But I guess my main point from all this is this, Beck. And listen, you've sat here and listened to me and just smirked over there for the past 12 minutes. But, like, are you bowing down to me in fantasy because I'm your daddy? No, I beat you four times last year. Okay, and I'm not bowing down to you. So, so why? So, like, there's no reason to fear Southern Miss. I don't fear Southern Miss. I know you read the message boards more than I do. You just came in here earlier and said you're you're really BC. Here's the deal. You just came in here earlier and said you're so you're nervous about the game. No, I didn't say that. I said this is a big game. This is rivalry week. Anything this is a game can happen I'm in a rivalry. Yeah, but I mean it's Tech. Honestly, Tech's played very well this year. That but, stadium's going to be amped on Saturday. Yeah, I'm telling you. Last year, how many times did we walk in and say, anything could happen this weekend because you know what Tech did? It's a different Tech team. I, I completely not. agree. I'm just saying. I said if Tech is going to lose a game, a conference game this year, this is not a hot take. It'll be Southern Miss, UAB, or North Texas. Okay, North well, Texas. I'm going to say this. And this is no offense to you. You don't have to get upset. Let me tell you something. This is Conference USA football, and we like to talk a lot about Conference USA struggling, and I agree with your not-so-hot take, but listen up. Either jump on the train and it's going to roll with you or stand on the side of the tracks and get left behind because these dogs are not going in afraid. I'm not guaranteeing a victory by any means, but it's time we quit saying, well, we're just realistic in our expect. No. You jump on board or you don't jump on board. Whose side are you on? That's what a week of reading a message board will give you right do you, there. Do you, think that, do you think that Alabama goes into a game fearing Georgia or LSU or Auburn? They're number one, number two, number three. <laughs> that's a different – that's a terrible comparison, BC. I've had enough. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation, will join us on the Fairway Carts Hotline. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. 
At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. If you've been waiting for just one more good reason to buy a new EasyGo from Fairway Carts in Minden, here it is. New EasyGo Carts from Fairway Carts are available with lithium batteries. That means a much longer battery life, which means more time for you to be out having fun on your EasyGo. From a standard golf cart to the big four and six passenger carts for the whole family. EasyGo is the industry leader in lithium battery technology. Their batteries are 100% maintenance free, deliver consistent performance with a longer life and much quicker charging time than conventional batteries. And best of all, they come with an unprecedented eight year battery warranty. Don't wait any longer. You've got all the reasons you need to buy a new EasyGo from Fairway Carts in Minden. Come see the big selection in the showroom on Highway 531 just north of I-20 or call 318-371-CART. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Louisiana Tech, getting set to host Southern Miss Saturday afternoon. Joe I Stadium, 2.30 p.m. kickoff on the NFL Network. Joining us to preview the Golden Eagles on the Fairway Carts Hotline, Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation. Heath, how you doing tonight? Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Heath, you know, you look at this Southern Miss team. Obviously, Jay Hobson's in his fourth year as the head coach in Hattiesburg. Uh, team's off to a solid start, 4-2 and two overall, 2-0 and oh in Conference USA play. Um, you know, from a fan's perspective, uh, how have things gone in 2019, uh, and how are things looking for the remainder of the year? Uh, it kind of started off maybe a little slow. I thought, uh, I think fans at Southern Miss wanted a little better showing at Mississippi State. But all in all, really right now, things are rolling pretty good at Southern Miss. Uh, you look at the team, and I think people are really happy with what they're seeing. They're seeing that the uh, – the recruiting that Jay Hobson and his staff have done the past three years is really starting to show right now. And uh, right now from the fan base, people are really excited, especially after that North Texas win that uh, really uh, they scored a garbage touchdown right there at the end of the game. But in the second half, that game wasn't even close at all. Well, and, you know, when you talk about Southern Miss football in 2019, uh, obviously the offense is the focal point. And Jack Abraham uh, in his second year as the starter, I know – uh, the results were a little mixed last year as a sophomore, but he f- it feels like he's really progressed as a junior. Uh, I think he's top six in the country in quarterback rate, and he's throwing for over 300 yards a game. 
uh, completing 72% of his throws. Uh, talk a little bit about how Jack's matured from his sophomore to his junior year. Uh, just making better decisions and really locked in right now. You watch him at practice. You watch him during the games, and every throw that he makes is he is on the money or uh, he's throwing the ball away. He's not making bad decisions. In fact, uh, the last game, this is crazy, but his quarterback rating was 206. And that's uh, that's insane. It, it's it, he's one of those. He's a smart guy, but he's been able this year to. He doesn't try to do too much, and with all the weapons he has at wide receiver, I mean, last game he, uh, Jordan Mitchell was out, and that's uh, been the leading receiver this year. Believe it or not, well, he yeah. was out, and they didn't miss a beat. And the receiving court Southern Miss with Jack. It's they just work so well together, and it's kind of a fun thing to watch right now. Well, and you talk about those receivers. Obviously, we we all know about Quez Watkins had a breakout year a season ago. Uh, Jalen Adams has really progressed as well uh, into his redshirt sophomore year. You mentioned Mitchell. Uh, I know Tim Jones has been a little bit overshadowed this year, but he's a really quality option as well. Uh, what makes that receiving core so special? They're so deep. It's just a deep group. Um, it's speed deep. There's so much talent there. They go 60 and all six of them could start for any team in conference USA, in my opinion. And then you look at the speed, you look at Jalen Adams, you look at a Quez Watkins. Quez made a play going over the middle, uh, against North Texas where he literally stopped on a dime and almost outran the whole defense to the end zone. Uh, if he'd have dived a little sooner, I was joking with him. He said if he had dived a little sooner, he'd have made the uh, touchdown. But uh, just speed. And then you watch Jalen Adams. It's not just wide receivers, special teams. Uh, teams are keeping the ball away from him. He, uh, You watch highlights of him, and his speed is just unbelievable. And then you throw into a, uh, a DeMichael Harris, who is a trans. He's actually having to play running back, but he's a wide receiver. And you're talking about a 10 200 meter a 100-yard dash guy, and they use him out of the backfield in the passing game, too. And you throw Tim Jones, who's a possession guy, a possession guy. Jordan Mitchell, a guy who can go over the middle and make the tough catches. Uh, McLaurin, who is uh, a former All-State quarterback in high school that you can do a lot of trickeration with, and, and they have. And it's just they have so many weapons and so many different ways to come at you from on the offensive side of the ball that watching all these watching all these groups to work together, it's not something you've seen at Southern Miss in the since I would say uh, Munkin was here. Well, and I know you you know we talked to you back in in the summer about the expectations uh, for the 2019 season, and you told us that the offensive line would have to really come on if this offense was going to reach its full potential. I know they're only rushing for around 113 yards a game, and some of that's by design with all the short passes that they do throw. But how has the offensive line played to this point in 2019? Uh, started off a little slow, but right now, the last game, I thought it was the best job that uh, the offensive line for Southern Miss has done. Uh, finally had a 100-yard rusher to Michael Harris. Uh, they at the end of the game, something Southern Miss really uh, hasn't done all year, they were able to just grind the ball down, hit, uh, for running for 10 yards and carry towards the end of the game. Uh, right now, I, this is the group that you that they kind of mismatched. They had to find a right guard and a right tackle, and they have right now. 
with Pollard, Washington. Um, I think they have their offensive line set now. And I think going forward, they've grown together. They've gotten better. Coach Stanchek has done an excellent job. Um, it's a group that, you know, when you look at them at the beginning of the season, there was a lot of questions. But now you look at them, and it's a really solid offensive line. And shifting over to the defensive side of the ball, and if anything, we know as supporters of Louisiana Tech, we know that uh, Tech's had some issues with Southern Miss. Their defense, especially with how athletic they are up front, uh, how has the defensive line performed to this point? Uh, I know I see a lot of familiar faces up there when you talk about Jaquez Turner. Uh, I know Torrance Brown's a transfer from Penn State. Uh, how's the defensive line played in particular? I know they're putting a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Uh, they've done great. In fact, I thought that the last game against North Texas, they really came together as well. When you can uh, bottle up Mason Fine and make him go, I think he was 11 of 26 in the game, and uh, get a get a pick off of him. I think you're doing a good job. But there's a lot of size and there's a lot of speed on that defensive front. Uh, two games before that, you know, Rakeem Booth, the linebacker, had been out, and he's kind of the uh, quarterback of the team. This guy this is the guy that's going to play at the second level. Uh, secondary has had troubles this year, but I thought the past two games they've really come together. So right now you got a Southern Miss team that's pretty much clicking on all cylinders and uh, playing well. And, you know, I think that's what Coach Hobson and his staff thought of at the beginning of the season was, you know, probably going to take lumps against the state, especially in Alabama, but against teams that uh, parable to Southern Miss, the uh, what we call group of five schools, their talent is showing they have as good, if not better, talent than anybody around. So, I think Coach Hopson and his staff have done the right job, done the right thing of bringing this team along slowly, and now they're ready for the stretch run going into conference play and on. And looking ahead to Louisiana Tech Saturday afternoon, it's two teams that, uh, you know, they're rivals. That they've played fifty times, uh, you know, over the last however many years. Uh, I know Southern Miss has had an advantage, especially the last four times in the series. Uh, looking ahead to this matchup Saturday afternoon, uh, what are some keys to the game from your perspective from for Southern Miss? For Southern Miss, uh, to continue to play well on the offensive line, uh, let your skill guys do and Jack Abraham do what he's been doing. I think Buster Faulkner, the new offensive coordinator, along with Scotty Walden, have been putting great game plans together. On the defensive side of the ball, continue to play well in the secondary. Uh, special teams-wise, got to work on the kick coverage a little bit. Um, but all in all, I think this team is pretty much – they are what they are right now. And I think they are just got to fine-tune a few things going forward. One of the big things is going to be to keep Jamar, uh, you know, try to not let him get out of the pocket, try to keep him inside, uh, lock down the receivers, and uh, try to use your speed on defense to uh, – Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned the special teams. I think that has a chance to play a big role. I know Adams uh, is a big kick returner and punt returner. Tech had a couple of big kick returns the other night as well from Tucson. Both teams have struggled a little bit in the punting department as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, maybe which special teams unit doesn't make a mistake on Saturday. I agree. I think uh, when you look at two teams that are evenly matched like this, I think the X factor is always special teams, and if the team that uh, misses a field goal or has a bad snap or allows 
once your team gets up by a touchdown, the kickoff, uh, you allow the other team to return it to the 50-yard line and grab that momentum back. It's those type of plays that in a, in a game like this that uh, usually is the difference and, and makes a difference in the outcome to me. Absolutely, Heath. Well, we certainly appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio and looking forward to a fun matchup Saturday afternoon between Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss. Absolutely, guys. Looking forward to talking to you Friday as well. So y'all have a wonderful day, guys. Absolutely. Talk to you Friday. Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation, Southern Miss rival site, joining us tonight to discuss the Southern Miss Golden Eagles come to town 4-2 and overall, 2-0 and in Conference USA playback. Sounds like Southern Miss. They are what they are. They're ready to roll. They seem to be clicking on all cylinders. It's going to be a good one, BC. Maybe we should be scared. <laughs> Not a chance. Not Dogs a ch- W. Back coming up in the next segment. It's, it's a time that we've been waiting for for quite some time. Ooh, boy. Mr. Beck Haynes delivers his poem to Jamar Smith, Louisiana Tech's all conference Senior, quarterback. All Let's conference. just call it like it is, BC. Let's call it like it is. So coming back from the break, Beck Haynes will become a poet. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. For more information, go to O'NeillGas.com. That happens all the time. Excuse me? No, it doesn't. You always alert me. My point exactly. Cars that have forward-facing cameras need to be recalibrated when you replace the windshield. How would I know that? Most people don't. Next time, take it to Acme Glass and Mirror. They were the first one in the region that could replace your windshield and recalibrate your forward-facing camera. And unlike taking it to a dealership and paying out of pocket, Acme will bill your insurance. It's that easy. Thanks. I'm going to Acme Glass and Mirror. Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? outstanding, exceptional. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. DQ fans, your favorite chicken strips just got a sweet BFF. It's the DQ Chicken and Waffle Basket, a next-level chicken strip basket with 100% all-white meat chicken strips paired perfectly with a sweet Belgian waffle, plus fries and syrup. It's a treat and an eat, and it's totally delicious. Try the sweet and savory chicken and waffle basket today. And don't forget your blizzard, only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Get ready for a healthy dose of Louisiana Tech Sports. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank, is back on the radio. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Ben Carlisle, Beck Haynes, John Tabor running the board. The moment we've all been waiting for. 
Beck, just before we get into the poem, tell our listeners, might have some new listeners out there, give them a little insight as to how the poem idea came about. Tell them a little bit about our bet we had before Jamar left Tech, how you know he'd become an all-conference quarterback. Yeah, so pretty simple. Uh, I was one of the guys chanting Jamar. Jamar. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. Higgins threw like 15 interceptions in the first half that game, he came back. Uh, and Ben unapologetically has been Jamar's biggest fan. Absolutely. And for a couple years, BC, it was rough. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I wasn't happy, but we had a lot of heated arguments here on the radio. We did. We did. You were like, oh, Jamar for Heisman. Um, you did say we did have some kind of monetary bet. That yeah. we both forgot about. Something about him being all-conference for the next two years. And I was like, no shot. Well, and, you know, Jamar playing well this year has really made the show a lot more difficult this year. <laughs> we don't have – we kind of agree on a lot now. Uh, but, basically, I, I wasn't buying that Jamar was the rock star that Skip said he was. Yeah. Um, and so, I said, Ben, if he's ever – I don't know, in one of these heated arguments, I think. Yeah. I just said, Ben, if he ever plays well, I'll write that dude a poem. And here we are. And here we are. He never played to where I felt I felt like he deserved a poem. But this year, five and one, showing a little leadership, BC. Nine TDs, two picks. Started stirring up something inside of me, Ben, and I just Well, let's hear it. Tabes bringing the heat with the tunes. Are you ready? We're ready. Alright, here we go. Now this is the first time I've ever heard this. Yeah. I purposely didn't send this to Ben. You ready? <clears throat> Oh, Jamar, my Jamar, what a journey it's been. Your third year behind center and coming off a big win. I need to reevaluate and rethink how I feel. The ghosts of seasons past aren't seeming so real. I've been hard on you, Jamar, but I think with good reason. You've shown glimpses of greatness, but it is a long season. Man, I was at Arkansas when you started off great, but you were young and reckless and you threw a pick late. Even still, I was chanting your name when Higgins came back. Then it was Higgins for Heisman, so I was wrong for all that. But then two years ago, I thought, man, we're in the mix. And then the next thing you know, it's third and 96. Can't blame QB1 for every single screw-up, but all those one-point losses had me feeling like I threw up. But Jamar, I'll be honest, I've had other issues with you. Your sideline demeanor at times was doo-doo. You seemed to hold back, and we we dropped some games, sadly. Was it Skip's play calling, or were you playing that badly? Tough to say, Jamar, but I'm going to lay it to rest. You've earned some respect lately, and you're playing your best. But don't worry, my friend. You had at least one fan treat you right. My co-host, BC, sleeps in your jersey every night. I'm a man of my word, so I wrote you this poem. Can Jamar do it? Man, I'm praying you show him. So I will say it. Clearly for all, and it's a cold, hard fact, as Terrell Owens best said it, that's my quarterback. Beck, that makes me emotional. Woo! That. Whoa! Was that good? That's a that's a top five Bleed Tech Blue moment. Yes! That should get in a Hall of Fame. That means so much coming from Tabes. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. That was awesome. Woo! Feels good Goodness. to get off my chest, man. I really, I'm, man. See, now, you know what you've done. God. You've let you've left them, i.e. me, wanting more. Oh gosh, <laughs> Jamar Volume Two. We get a conference championship. It's coming again. <laughs> Beck, that was incredible. I mean, you weren't kidding when I'm, you said you can, were a can, poet. Can I'm this just, can this become a segment? 
A weekly yeah. poem Oh, gosh. Session? For as much as that Maybe took, not for weekly, as long as that bi- took Bi-weekly. Me. Bi-weekly. Man, that was incredible. Ben. I really felt solid about the last line. I'm going to be honest I, with you. I certainly appreciate you bringing that to the air. Woo! And what do you know? The Fairway Carts hotline just starts blowing up. We got a text from our good friend No Name on the text line. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, wow. That poem was awesome. Mega props to Beck. That was incredible. Thank you, BC. That really means a lot. You know, you're putting your poetry out there for the world. It's incredible. It's vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Let's jump straight to the Fairway Carts hotline. Jason, how can you follow that up? Well, I'm not calling to follow it up. I'm calling to say, hey, man, that was great. I don't think that's the top five moment in Bleach Blue, Blue history. I, I'd say it goes right up there in the top two. Yeah. Jason, with, wow. You know, you just you don't do it for the props, but, man, it, it sure feels good. It, it goes right up there with the time that Nick White had to call in and get on to Jay Ford about using the term chicken hog. <laughs> we had a great I've only great heard about that. I need that. to go back and listen. We had a great episode that night, but this is right up there with it. I'll, I'll give you props for that. Man, well, I, I appreciate it, Jason. That, that means a lot. I just hope I don't find this poem online later. It's written by someone <laughs> no. else. No, it, this is uh, if there's a lot of J-Mar poetry out original. there, that's a, that's, a, that's a specific group of people. <laughs> Woo! Jason, Woo. what you got for this week? Man, Ben, what do you think? I mean, I was looking at the depth charts and looking the way the Bulldogs played last week, running the ball. I have, Skip sounds pretty confident. I feel like he's really going to try to run it down their throat. I mean, I, I, their defense is fast and athletic, but they're not very big. Yeah, I think if you get some of those tackles, we've seen the last probably two or three weeks, Tex used the tackles more in the run game. I think if you can get Willie Allen and Dwight Stallworth going downhill, I think Tech can find some success in that run game, potentially wear them down. Yeah, I, I really think that's going to be the game plan. So we'll see. Hopefully the, the streak breaks Saturday. Absolutely. Certainly appreciate the call tonight. All right, man. You can call us just like Jason did. Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. Man, I, I'm, I'm still recovering. Beck, that was awesome. Ben, I, just, I know you're not doing it for the praise, but, man, I'll give you some words of affirmation. You know what? It was worth the wait. Wow. Absolutely. Because you gave me a lot of flack. I didn't think you were going to bring it like that. BTB Nation, just so you know, I got berated last week by BC for not having it ready, and I just didn't feel like I didn't feel. I mean, if you'd have seen the first draft compared to that, you'd you'd be happy. Man, I, I'd be if I'm being honest. Like you pulled an all nighter to put that together. Woo, man, you. I'm shaking, BC. You brought the heat. Man. Proud of my boy Jamar. But let's clear one thing up. I don't sleep in a J-Mar jersey. I don't know, BC. I don't sleep in a J-Mar jersey. But if if you want to hear Beck's poem, be sure to check out the podcast. We'll have it up here about 20 minutes after the show ends. We'll certainly tweet it out so you can catch it. Maybe you'll hit him with a – well, don't hit him with a mark. Make him listen to the whole show. No, I'll give him where it's at. Okay. All right. Yeah, at the hour mark. Man, that was incredible. Truly incredible. So let's jump into some Conference USA talk. As I mentioned earlier, Louisiana Tech five and one, two and zero, oh, tied atop the top, tied atop the top, tied atop the top of the West Division with Southern Miss, who's also two and zero, oh, four and two overall. You look at the East Division, Western Kentucky four and two, three and zero in Conference USA, Florida Atlantic four and two, 
two and zero in conference USA. Looking back at some of the results from last week, uh, wasn't a huge slate of games. Well, I guess all seven. T- well, I kid myself. All fourteen teams were in action outside of Rice, so that makes thirteen. But yeah, forget UTEP two two only twelve. But um, looking at some of the action, Marshall defeats Old Dominion thirty one seventeen. The fall continues for Bobby Wilder's Old Dominion team as they're now one in five. I believe Old Dominion travels to, uh, I think it's UAB this week. It'll be a tough sledding for those guys. Florida Atlantic defeats Middle Tennessee 28-13. I mentioned Lane Kiffin 4-2, 2-0 overall in the Conference USA. And I think uh, when you look at FAU and Western Kentucky, they, they have to be the favorites on that side of the division at this point. UAB travels to San Antonio, knocks off UTSA 33-14. Beck, did you happen to catch Frank Wilson's comments from UTSA? Just missed them, BC. What you got? So first off, and we remember all, you know, I'm sure Tate remembers too when UTSA first broke into Conference USA. Uh, they were kind of the media darling. You know, Larry Coker started their program. I believe their first game they had over 56,000 people at the game. And, you know, Saturday afternoon you obviously got UAB coming to town, a team that's uh, one of the better teams in the West Division. And they have less than 15,000 people in the stadium. And not only do they have less than 15,000 people, Frank Wilson's son, playing Texas high school football, played in front of a bigger crowd. Following the game, or I believe this was yesterday, Frank Wilson says, you know, we've taken a new approach with this program. We're not going to look at the things that we do wrong in a loss. We're going to point out the things that we did right to show our guys how close we are. Hmm. Hate to tell Mr. Wilson, making $1.5 million, highest-paid coach in Conference USA, but the end is near. The end is near. Florida International, 48. Charlotte, 23. Charlotte has the worst defense in Conference USA as they fail to 2-4 and four overall, 0-2 oh in league play. Like I mentioned, Florida International has now won two straight. <coughs> Butch Davis seems like his guys are really putting some things together. Southern Miss, 45. North Texas, 27. Uh, it was really the premier matchup in the league on Saturday. And, and and Heath mentioned it, you know, Southern Miss really controlled the ball game in the second half. But there's a caveat to that. Mason Fine, the North Texas quarterback, did go out with an injury, a left shoulder injury. Uh, it was a 28-20 game when he left, so... Yeah. You know, North Texas might not would have won, but I don't think it was a 45-27 game. Uh, La Tech drops a 69-burger, UMass 21. W. Western Kentucky, we mentioned it. It seems like we mention it every week. Tyson Helton, the job he's doing in Bowling Green. Western Kentucky 17, knocked off Army 8. That's a good Army that's football team. That's a good team. win for them. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good. And this is a Western Kentucky team that lost to an FCS opponent. Uh, to open the season in Central Arkansas. So they're playing some really good football, hanging their hats on the defensive side. Uh, I know they got the Arkansas transfer quarterback, Ty Story, in there, uh, who's really managing the game well and playing well at quarterback for those guys. Uh, Looking ahead to this week, uh, if you're looking for some Conference USA action Friday night, don't have a whole lot to do, Beck. Marshall travels to Boca Raton to take on Lane Kiffin in Florida Atlantic. That's a 5.30 p.m. kickoff. As we mentioned, Southern Miss travels to Tech. It's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff on NFL Network. Charlotte travels to Western Kentucky. Middle Tennessee travels to North Texas. 
be interesting to see if Mason finds back in that game. Obviously, that has some ramifications for Tech as the two teams will match up uh, here in a few weeks. Old Dominion travels to UAB. Rice travels to UTSA. And UTEP signs up for a loss at Florida International. So, certainly... Certainly some interesting things going on in Conference USA to this point. Let's talk about FAU. Come to the FAU 4-2, and two, Ben. Yeah, those boys are that playing That shocked good. me a little bit. I'm not going to lie when I uh, saw that. It, well, it really feels like Kiffin's gotten some things taken care of with his, you know, with his uh, quarterback, Robeson, Robeson, the Oklahoma transfers, playing really well. And it seems like he's starting to, starting to really click and I know we have a text on the text line from Colin he asked what has been our average attendance for the last few USM games the livelihood of the fans this Saturday will be the difference I don't believe that's Colin actually but um, the livelihood of the fans will be the difference I'm not sure on the average I'm gonna try to look it up but uh the stat guy on that yeah I think the last two times they've came to Ruston I think I remember in 2015 that was a game that it rained at and there was actually a pretty good crowd. I think the one thing to expect is Southern Miss is going to bring a pretty solid contingent of fans. I think they brought around 2,000 uh, the last couple of it, times. Three, four hours away? Yeah, not too far. We've made the trip before. Oh, you remember? Do, oh, do I? Yeah, I believe we that was to tell that in, story? Yeah, back in 2011. We'll, we'll tell that story to fire up the fans, to get them fired up for this weekend. Back in 2011. Oh, I was working at the old Squire Creek. At the the time. Nick Isham days. The Nick Isham days. I had to start my shift at Squire that morning at about 4 a.m. BC. Got a big tournament. Grinder. Got done at noon. Left at 2. Yeah, noon. it was a 9 15 kickoff. 9 15. Oh, Tropical Storm Lee showed up on the way down. <laughs> she did or he did. Yep. And uh, so game starts, rains the whole time. Yep. We yep. start driving back, pull out of the stadium at a cool 1 30. Yep, yep. Rolled back in. I drove down there, drove all the way back, and at about 4.30, been up for 24.5 hours, B.C. Oh, yeah. Got to Monroe, and I'm looking in the back seat thinking, I can't do this anymore, but I got Sutton, Ben, Will, and Kyle, who are the top four worst drivers of my friends, driving through a tropical storm, and I came to the decision that I was so tired that I was becoming a worse driver than all four of them, so I had to pick the lesser of the evils. Kyle gets behind the wheel from Monroe to Ruston, takes about an hour and 20, going about four miles an hour. It was pouring. We rolled back into Ruston <laughs> at 6 a.m., made it to church by 11. All right, but I drank about six Red Bulls on the trip, if I recall. Yeah, you were making up songs about your house in the backseat. Not a, not honest to goodness, not a lick of alcohol in any of us. No. It was just delirium, if that's a word, in Red Bulls. Delirium. Delirium. Look it up. Anyways, might, might find it in a Beck Haynes poem coming near you. All I'm saying is we went through some a tropical storm, fought delirium, and a bunch of Red Bulls, and we made it to the game. So I think on a 75-degree Saturday afternoon at the Joe, you we ought to there. have some fans. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and take our final timeout of the night. When we come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. 
We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. Have you looked at the calendar? The seasons are changing and fun season is almost here. You mean fall season? Nope, fun season. Because any season is more fun with a new Easy Go golf cart from Fairway Carts in Minden. With an Easy Go that perfectly fits your lifestyle, you'll have fun at the football games. Fun with the family on a camping trip or riding around the neighborhood. Even have fun in the woods during fun to, I mean, hunting season. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of Easy Go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Experience the comfort of an Easy Go personal cart, the convenience of a multi passenger cart, or the rugged durability of an Easy Go utility cart. Yes, fun season is coming, and it's going to be your new favorite season of the year. It all starts with a new Easy Go from Fairway Carts in Minden on Highway 531, just north of I-20. Give them a call at 318-371-CART. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards Hotline, 888-993-7762. Back. We're back. Put a bow on it, VC. You know what time it is. <laughs> time to put a bow on it. Hey, oh. got an interesting fact for you from Joey from Bozier. Let's hear it. Our stat guy. Let's hear it. He said in 2013, 15, and 17, Southern Miss came to Ruston. Oh, there's a week. 2013 attendance was 18,571 in 2015, career high in the last few years. <laughs> 19,028 loyal fans, and in 2017, which you were saying was a little rain. No, 2015 was the rain. Oh, 2015. So maybe it should rain this weekend. We'll have more fans. 17,815 in 2017. God. I'd love to see it break into the 20s. Man. Tape says 23, but that seems a little optimistic for hunting season. Looking at these recent numbers, yes. Oh, I think the one. In 2015, was that a good year? Was that the bad year? That was the year we turned it over seven times. Yeah, but that was a good year. For if tech. we'd have won, we'd have played for the West Division. Cha- we'd have yeah. played for the so that we were, That was Jeff Driscoll's year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that should have been a year we had high attendance. Yeah. 2013, was, was that Colby Cam? Yeah, but 2015 was after uh, was after Thanksgiving, too. Oh, you know how right. those games are. So there's not a lot. Of this year, it's is we have a game after Thanksgiving or no? Yes, UTSA. Ooh, dogs will be ten and one, so it won't matter. Well, it might matter. Ben can't sleep on that last game at home. True that. True that. So you know, I think the main point is certainly appreciate that Joey yeah. stats guy. Yeah, Joey, your unofficial bleed tech blue stat guy. Uh, but the the big thing is show up. Be there for the dog. Support your little team. It's going to be 75 degrees and overcast. Like, it's the perfect. Like, 2.30. Bring the kids. They can stay the whole game. You're Give coming them a couple from, hot dogs. You're coming from Treeport. Drive back from the game. You come back yep. from Dallas. It'll be a late night. Drive back from the game. You yep. come back from Baton Rouge. 
It'll be a late night drive back after the game. You come from Starkville, Mississippi. Well, you're probably a Mississippi State Bulldog fan. But you get well, my point. They may be looking for another Bulldog team to root for. Cause well, true that. Tough times over there in Starks, Vegas. But you, you get the point. Sh- show up. Like, text 5-1. Oh, 76 degrees. Off to a great start in 2019. Like, you, you want to say Tech hadn't played anybody. Well, here's their first chance to play somebody. So, be there. Like, come on. I mean, do it. Yeah, we want to see 23,000. If there's 23,000 there. I hope Tech makes a big push this week. And I saw a little thing just on Facebook yeah, they a have minute a, ago. Yeah, they have a big thing for the students this week on Thursday. Yeah, they have a big thing for the students. I think SGA is doing something to, uh, yeah, I think all the players are going to gather in the quad. Is that what it's called? Yep, sounds They're right. They're going to have some refreshments, maybe some Kool-Aid, maybe some hamburgers, hot dogs. And uh, it'll be free, of course. So if you're a student, uh, go ahead and get out there. And I got a quote from Skip. I don't know if this is from the press conference today or not. Well, let's hear it. You want me to read it? Yeah, let's hear it. Having the opportunity to get back into conference play with Southern Miss at our place is huge. It's a game I know players are very excited about. This is one of our longest-running rivalries. We're excited to have the opportunity to play at home. Joe Elliott Stadium has been very good to us. The fan base has been great. The student body has been good. Has been as good as it's been in years, and I would encourage all of them to come out because we're going to need all their support at two thirty on Saturday for a very big well, I th- game I think here in Ruston. I think the students do deserve some credit. The students have showed up, uh, especially the last two home games, and uh, they've been loud. And they're certainly going to get an opportunity to make a difference on Saturday, and hopefully, uh, you know, not only the students but uh, all of Bulldog Na- Bully Nation, all Bulldog Nation, will show up and support the dogs. So you look at this game. And some of the keys to the game for me, I think, you know, Rafe mentioned Tech's got to get the run game going. They have to be able to show some semblance of a run game uh, so that they can uh, hopefully, hopefully that opens things up against the secondary in Southern Miss this little week. I think Jamar's going to have to hit a few throws down the field. Uh, We saw him hit the big throw to uh, Powell early in the UMass game. Uh, We saw a nice touch throw to Bear for a touchdown. Uh, we're going to need to see some more of those throws down the field uh, to really back some of those Southern Miss linebackers off the line of scrimmage. And then defensively, listen, Jack Abraham's a good quarterback. Like He he is a good quarterback. He completes 72% of his throws, completing or throwing for 300 yards a game. Uh, he's got 12 touchdowns, four picks. He's a smart quarterback, uh, extremely accurate as well. I think the big thing for Tech is he's going to get his yards but Tech cannot allow the run game to get going with Harris. If Southern Miss is able to establish the run game to where they run for 150, 160 yards, Tech's going to have some trouble defensively. Uh, they got to keep Watkins and Adams and Mitchell and you know whoever Tim Jones. They got to keep those guys in front of them. Southern Miss really likes to take advantage of you know some of those short slants and really get Watkins or or Adams, whoever it might be, and get those guys off to the races. They turn a lot of those short routes into big plays. Abraham's not a guy that will really push it down the field. And then the last key for me is special teams. I know Tucson had the big return for Tech, and I'm not necessarily concerned about Tech's return game as much as I am their kickoff covers and punt covers. They cannot allow Adams to make a big play in the return game. I agree, BC. He has three return touchdowns already this year. And we kind of Tech kind of struggled with the return against UMass, UMass which yeah, he you, had a, you yeah. pointed out was the best player on their team. And yeah, he was a good player, but 
Like they quit kicking to him. Yeah, you you can't you can't give up big plays in the return game. Another text on the fairway cards text line: Show up in the seats, but also show up with an attitude of cheering the dogs through adversity. Fans, fans need to quit sitting on their hands and waiting for trouble to happen. Not tech fans, BC. Not tech, but no, surely wait, not. I am shocked. I that am news shocked to me. So Beck, question for you: This Southern Miss game with La Tech. Biggest home game since 2015 or 2012? I'm, whoa, I would say this. Well, I, I was gonna say since the last last time Southern Miss was here, but I'm gonna say, time. listen, I think you got 2015. The West Division was on the line, right? Or 2012 when Tech was nine and one with Orange Bowl officials in town. Ooh, I, we, I think it's that big. Okay, all right, BC. It's uh, definitely we just haven't had. A, I think it's 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 enhanced because there hasn't been like. There hasn't been hype in Ruston in, since a last year. Time, yeah, last well, year. and I think – imagine this. You remember back to that U, that Utah State game that Tech lost in overtime? Yeah. It wasn't really a social media era back yeah, then. Right. Could you imagine if Oof. Skip Holtz ran a draw play on fourth and five in overtime like Sonny Dykes did to lose that game? Oh, I can't even imagine, BC. Oh, my gosh. Me neither. It would be – it would be ridiculous. So – Let's get to some score predictions, BC. Let's get to it. Dogs are – you can either look at Tech or Southern Miss as a one-and-a-half point favorite. Over-unders, 55-and-a-half. I was looking at Odd Shark. Uh, I think Odd Shark had 32-26 Tech wins. Beck, what you got? Score predictions. Oh, I wish you would have told me what Odd Shark said. You know I like the 30s, BC. Uh, I'm going to go 37-34. Bulldogs, Bailey Hale wins it last second. I might not be here next week. Be a heart attack. Taze, what you got? Thirty-one twenty-seven dogs. Ooh. The old four points. I'm gonna say, I think this week Tech's defense is gonna play well. I don't know why. I just have a feel. Well, that would be a shocker. A I, little bit. I think they're going to play well. I'm gonna say Tech thirty-four, Southern Miss twenty. Well, you were way off last week, so you can say whatever you want. Nobody cares. Well, you're right about that. So. <laughs> We certainly put a bow on it, Beck Haynes. That was a good show, BC. Heck of a show tonight. Tell your friends. Big game this weekend, Louisiana Tech. Back at home, 2.30 p.m. kickoff. The Mustard Buzzards are coming to town. They're 4-2, 2-0. We'll be back same time, same place next week. We'll see you. for the first National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host, Ben Carlisle. Also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Acne Glass, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, and Ideal Portable Buildings. Thanks for listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk 97.7.
great show. Thank uh, you. Spectacular takes on the uh, Hong Kong stuff with uh, LeBron. That was f- fantastic. Both Thank you. Them. Thank you. And I, you know, uh, I like LeBron a lot. I hate to do that, but I, it's just I can't defend. You can't his, call it any other no. way, Chris. I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't see how else you can defend what he said. Yep, without a doubt. Hey, uh, quick take on the NFL. They better catch up because you got the XFL coming in pretty soon. And the referees, they're going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mick Foley, and they're going to have all these referees that are going to be able to keep up. Now, now, yeah, Don, help me is. out. <laughs> do you do you think that maybe I got um, Chris and I are on to something about the referees? Should they try to consider so, something's wrong with the referee? And, and I think age has something to do with it. Not everything, Doubt. but something. Yeah, no, no, they they need to go go with more youth. I think the referees have a strong union is probably the problem, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's yeah. that's probably it. Yeah, there'd be a lot of hurdles, but it just no, you can't just uh, knock people off just right based on age. I mean, then you'd have a problem going on. And and look, there is, I'm sure, those that would disagree with us would say the older refs are the better refs because they've seen it all, they've they're experienced. Which there's probably a little credence to that, but there there's no doubt you at least have to look at the physical element. No doubt. No doubt. Max in Georgia, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Max? Hey, Rob, Chris, good evening. Always a pleasure to be on with you guys. Thanks, Bob. Um, absolutely. Um, for me, I'm, it's getting to the point now where, I mean, look at last night's game. I agree. I don't think it was um, tumultuously decided from the referees, but – uh, one team, you know, eight eight penalties for 50 yards, six for 48, very comparable. Uh, but you hate to see some of the way it, it ended. And I just want to know, are we at the point now where the referees need to have their own combine? Because I'm trying to figure out how they're trained, how they're selected. I know a little bit about their compensation according to the, the, the thing I'm reading. They're about uh, 200000 a year, give or take, an annual salary, which is tremendously more than other referees in other sports. Um, an average age is about 51 years old. Now, under the guidelines, it says you got to be a referee for about 10 solid years to even get your foot in the door. So I'm thinking if you're 20 years old and you start refereeing games, why are we not seeing some 30 to 40 year old, you know, Sean McVay type referee? I don't guy? see him. I, know. I don't see him. Yeah. I, maybe I don't, I'm not looking closely, and maybe there are some 30 year old guys doing it. These guys, I will give them this, and this doesn't mean you can move around fast enough, but these guys are ripped. You know what I mean? These old guys. Are, are built, you know what I mean? Now, that doesn't mean they got quickness and speed, <laughs> but they uh, they keep themselves in good shape, at least hitting the weights. All right, uh, we are going to be joined by Robert Klimko, the football writer for Sports Illustrated, next. But first, David Gascon has the news. What's trending, Dave? Man, the uh, Washington Nationals are trying to turn the Cardinals into the Atlanta Braves. They're threatening to blow this game wide open right now. They've scored five times in the bottom of the first inning. And now Adam Wainwright is in for Dakota Hudson, who lasted just the third of an inning, two on and one man out. And right now it stands Patrick Corbin laying down a sacrifice.